Welcome to Wesley the Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how we improve our quality of sleep to grow your business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mooring, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Antonio Great, youth inspirational speaker. Thank you, Antonio, for your time and your expertise. Listen, thank you so much uh, for having me. Been really looking forward to this opportunity. I'm super excited. Yes, definitely. And I can't wait to hear the response. And I know our listening audience will, will too. So I'm going to get right with the questions. Now, my first one is, what is your personal journey from foster care to fostering success? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think... Uh, my journey starts with growing up in the inner city of Chicago uh, to a mother who unfortunately was on drugs. Uh, I'm an 80s baby, and in the inner city, in most inner cities, but in the inner city of Chicago, during that time, it's what they call the drug epidemic. Yes, we are, in, we are unfortunately currently in a pandemic, but I grew up in a drug epidemic, and it affected my family, it affected my sister, it affected my cousin, it affected my household, just as well as it affected the community. And being in that type of environment, an environment that I would like to consider to be very toxic, surrounded by the drugs, surrounded by gangs, surrounded by prostitution and crime, and all those various things um, is what my journey started. My dad wasn't in the house and I grew up with my grandparents at some point. And when my grandmother died, uh, that's when I began to live with uh, other relatives that I didn't know. And at, by the time I was about 15 or so, that's when I was officially uh, placed into the foster care system. And the story behind that is because my mother was pregnant. She had a daughter and drugs was found in her system. Drugs were found in, in, in my little baby sister, my newborn sister uh, system. And at that point, that's when DHR uh, officially became involved in, in my life. And once they became involved in my life, you know, I uh, was entered to the foster care system and I was staying with uh, other relatives, which is called kinship care. And that's how my journey started. And now I'm fostering success because I've made it through a lot of various obstacles. I made it over a lot of various challenges. And I realized that, and I simply wanted to lend a hand, whether that's my voice, or what have you to help those that are facing current or similar situations that I faced growing up. Because at the end of the day, I believe that oftentimes we go through things in life and we overcome them to be able to go back and reach someone and help them. So, so that's where I am right now in this, in this journey of fostering success. Oh my goodness. That's a powerful story. And I really congratulate you on the man that you are, are today and will continuously become. And then I know you also mentioned about a book. So there's a book that's coming out, out soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am super excited about this book. This is my first book. It is titled The Power of One, How Guardians Can Successfully Transition Their Foster Child into Their New Home. Now, this book uh, is really just a, a combination of, of my life experiences uh, sharing more of my into, intimate, more personal uh, thoughts and feelings uh, to to help foster children, but to also help those 
the, those who decide to be foster parents or those who are guardians. Because what I realize is, is that uh, there's a relationship gap with, within the transition of a, a child entering into a foster home. And this book targets that. This book is this book targets to bridge that relationship gap be, between the foster child and the foster parent by sharing tips, tools, strategies with the foster parent uh, that will help them better relate and also bring about a more su successful transition when that foster child enters into their new home. Uh, this is super important because for one, I'm very big on family. Uh, I'm married, I've been married 13, going on 14 years. I have four amazing boys. Thank you, mm. thank you so much. I have, I have four amazing boys. And with my experience in the foster care system, I understand firsthand how important that relationship is to, to that foster child. To, to their overall success. That is amazing. And and I, I always I love it when people when when we grow up, it's like normally our pain or our passion, whatever, it that's how we're able to give so much back because of what we have been been through. It's not just something that we read in a book and not say you can't be successful and share, but it's nothing like you actually have gone through it yourself or experienced it yourself. So I really commend you on being transparent, especially a man, um, because lots of time, you know, um, it's ego involved. And did you ever struggle with that as far as being vulnerable and sharing your, your story? You know, to be honest, I did for many years. Uh, and the reason why is because I was simply embarrassed. I mean, I was simply mm. embarrassed. Of, of the fact that I was in the foster care system. I was embarrassed and I didn't mention that to anyone. I didn't volunteer that information to anyone. I simply kept that to myself. It was like a big secret of mine in such a way. Um, but what happened was is I got older and I realized that I'm not that same person or I'm not in that same place. And as a matter of fact, I've, I've achieved a lot of things that you know many others probably didn't achieve. And it's, it's that right there, it's that piece right there that said, you know what, no longer will I keep this information to myself. No longer will I try to keep this a secret, but now I want to share this with others. I want to share this with others as a tool of hope and inspiration to help them realize that they're not the only ones that's going through this and that if I can overcome this, so can you. Yes, and that is so true because, you know, I always say you don't have to become a product of your environment. That just because you came from somewhere don't mean you have to act that way or even that's that's who you will become later on in life. And we all have choices. We all have a will. And and we can make choices regardless to to better ourselves. So and and that's amazing and just proud of, you know, like I said, who you are and who you are becoming. So I I really, really commend you on that. I I absolutely love what you just said because um, this is something that I understand now. What I understand is that every person, every child is born with the seed of greatness in them. And mm -hmm. you mentioned that you don't have to you don't have to become a product of your environment. The the challenge with that is is that we're born with a seed of greatness in us and the environment that we're born into can positively or negatively affect that seed that's buried within us. And anything, mm -hmm. anytime you're dealing with a seed, it's important to put the seed in the right soil. It's important to give that seed the right nutrients that it needs to be able to flourish. And oftentimes the environment that we're born into isn't 
the proper environment to cause that seed to really flourish like it should. But as long as that seed is in you, it still has the opportunity to grow. And with that being said, you know, sometimes you might not understand what's really in you. Sometimes you may not see it, but just know that there is a seed of greatness in you. And once you get into the right environment, once you start uh, talking to and hanging with the right people and listening to the right things, it will begin to feed that seed and give it the, the right nutrients that it needs to be able to grow and to be able to flourish and, and, and not just flourish for you to see, but for the world to see. That is so true. Now, something just came to mind. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not good with plants. I love plants, but I'm not good with them. But what came to mind, the analogy came, you know how you have a small plant, so that's mm-hmm. the environment you grew up in. But then as it grows and blossoms, you can take that plant out of it and put it in a bigger pot to grow even more. So that's what it kind of reminds me of yes. as far as, you know, being a child, Things that happen to us, we don't have any control over. But as we, you know, become adults, we can get out of that pipe, get out of that vomit, get get out of that thinking, and make better um, choices for ourselves by getting in that bigger pot that that clean the soul, or you know, and and really mm. develop and, and flourish. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love that. Yes. Mm, okay. Okay. Now the next question is: Please share. What is the Be Grateful Movement? I love this. I love this. The Be Grateful Movement is, is my superpower. And just imagine growing up in an environment where you begin to lose hope as a child. And, and many kids that are in the foster care system, they've been dealing with a lot of various situations. They've experienced a lot of trauma. And oftentimes they've been in these situations for an extended period of time, and they began to lose hope. And that was me at a young age. I began to simply lose hope. And when I began to lose hope, ultimately, I just really wanted to give up. You know, I didn't really see a purpose in living. I didn't, I didn't see a brighter future. And I wanted to give up. But something very unique happened. And I talk about this in my book. Um, the love of my life, my grandmother passed away. And I was crushed. I mean, I was absolutely crushed. And then in the midst of my despair, I literally began to think about you know, I, I began to think about one thing I just loved about my grandmother. And when I thought about that, it caused me to think a little bit different. And what it did was it said, you know what, Antonio, if you give up today, if you give up right now, then you won't make your grandmother proud. And it was that mm. thought right there that, that it was that thought right there that caused me to think about that one thing. And when I thought about that one thing, it not only restored my level of hope, but it caused me to look at myself differently. It caused me to love myself because my situation just seemed so bad that I didn't even love myself. I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think I had value. And it, it caused me to look at myself differently. And ultimately, I began to have victory over various situations that I was facing in life. And that's what Be Grateful is. Be Grateful is a message of hope, love, and victory. And that's the message that I want to share to the youth, to foster youth, to people in general, because I believe that There is greatness in you, but I also believe that if you can find one thing in the midst of your despair, that that one thing can pull you out of that and cause you to reach higher heights than you've ever seen before in your life. Mm, I love that. And when you said that, what came to mind, I know what grown as a child that I was bullied, um, had acne, I stuttered real severely. So I didn't, to me, have a pleasant childhood. I mean, it could have been worse. So, I mean, I always felt down or, or, you know, I just felt, lo- I felt lonely. 
And my mother mm. used to always say that happiness comes from within. I didn't have a clue yeah. what she talk, talking about. She said all the time. It's like, okay. And I didn't really understand it, even as a doll. It still kind of resonated, like, okay. And it took a year for me to really understand the value of that, like what that really means. And it's mm. like, stop looking for outside sources or people, mm. external or things or whatever to make you happy. I'm happy because I choose to be. And, 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 I, and, and I'm grateful for so many things. So it's not like, oh, I need to be around this person. I need this. I need that. No, I'm happy just because. And so, you know, now I really understand the power of that, but it's taken years. So that's, so I definitely understand what you're, you're saying as far as that, that is concerned, but I'm, I, that, that's just amazing. That's amazing. Now, I do have another quick question before we go to, to the next uh, um, a break. How did you develop self-love for yourself? That, if you can tell me, like, the one, the one thing. The, how do you develop self-love for yourself? The thing I would say is that, you know, when you're, when, you're, um, when sperm is released, there are millions of, of sperms that's trying to reach that egg. And you know what? You were the one that won that race. Out of all of mm. those millions of sperms, you're the one that won that race. And if we could just begin to understand that, yo, like, I made it. Like, I'm here. And because you made it and because you're here, you're really here for a purpose. You're really here to do something. You know, you may not be here to necessarily change or impact the entire world, but maybe you're here to simply impact your family. Maybe you're here to do something different within your family that hasn't been done before. Maybe you're here to break a curse or generational curse that's here within your family. Maybe you're here to impart and impact, you know, your neighbor or, or a friend or something like that. But just know that you're here for a purpose. And when youth and individuals of all ages can begin to understand that, I think they'll begin to look at themselves a lot different. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Wrestling's The Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Greetings. This is Dr. Essie McCoy, your podcast host of Dr. Essie Speaks Education. I am elated to bring you a weekly show where I discuss everything about education. That's right. What you want to know, what you don't know, and what you need to know will be aired each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Get ready, mark your calendars, and tune in to this show as we keep the pulse on education from an award-winning educator. Remember, once again, to tune in every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. I am Donetta D. Moore, Wrestling's Revenue Podcast, and we have a special guest, Antonio Gray. I'm going to continue with the questions. The next question is, we spoke last year about your 12-hour night shift or lack of sleep. Please share. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> ha, man, this is, this is so important. That's why I really love what it is that, that you do in regarding Thank sleep. Thank you. Because the lack of sleep drastically uh, negatively impacted my life. You know, you mentioned that I was working 12-hour shifts on night shift. And, of course, I was raising a family and things of that nature. And at the end of the day, I was getting very little, very little sleep. Not, a, not an adequate amount of sleep that 
I needed to really function at a high level. And because of that, you know, a lot of things slowed down. Uh, my decision making was kind of cloudy. Um, my execution on different tasks uh, wasn't like it should be. And as a result, you know, oftentimes I was just fatigued. I was just tired. I didn't really want to do things. I didn't have the energy. And uh, and that and it showed. It really showed over a period of time. But it ultimately just kind of affected how I moved and operated in my everyday life. And I'm so glad you shared that because lots of time, you know, I always say that we don't make sleep a priority. When it comes down to games, sports, electronic, just anything, play, it's fine. But when it comes down to our health and wellness and something that's going to make us more productive and profitable and enhance our life, it's, yeah. it's like it's always on the back burner. Um, and so, you know, I'm glad that you share that and then you see the value of it now. And then you didn't wait till it was too late because sometimes people will know they don't get enough sleep, but they continue to do it. Same way as for people who know they need to stop smoking, but they continue to do it. Even if they try and they fail and try and they fail, at least they try. Or even with people who know they need to lose weight, even if they want to die, they, as long as they keep trying it, then eventually something will work. So mm. I, I, you know, I commend you that that you realize it and you know what it affected, as opposed to just ignoring it. So that's half the battle. Always you have to be mindful of what it's not doing for you and what it's doing to you, as far as not getting enough enough sleep. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'd yes. like to add. I'd like to add one thing to sure. that. And I don't hesitate to take a nap. You know, I believe in taking naps. You know, I don't care if it's a 30-minute power nap, you know, an hour, whatever. I believe in taking naps because what I've learned is that it really rejuvenizes me. It really rejuvenates me. You know, I'm ready. It's right. like a second win. It's like a second win in a race. You know, you get that second win, you're like, oh, shoot, I'm good now. Let's go. You know, so I, I definitely <laughs> do that. And, and so you know what? You actually read you read my thoughts because that was going to be the next next question. So we already kind of touched on it. The, the the question was going to be, what is the one thing you found that gives you energy, which is which is basically your nap? Is there any do do you sleep a certain amount of time? Like is it an hour, two hours, power nap? So is is any certain way or time limit that you use your nap or sleep? It it, it depends on my agenda for the day. Uh, mm -hmm. So typically, you know, like I said, it depends on the agenda for the day. But typically, when I take my nap, you know, I just kind of take my nap until my body kind of wakes up, you know, until my mm -hmm. body says it's time to get up. And that's usually how I go about it. I love that. And that's something I know because I remember being on a podcast or a conference and someone had asked that question, like, well, what is the recommend a time, you know, you take a nap? I said, well, it depends on your body. I said, because, you know, there's been times I get that if I'm really, really exhausted, which I'm normally not, but for the most, most part, that I might take a nap for two hours, maybe three. And later on at night, go to sleep because I'm that tired, but my body yep. needs it. Or I might just take, you know, a nap for an hour. So it just depends. I don't really set no, I don't think there's no right or wrong way or wrong time because everybody's different and, and it just just depends. So I'm glad you said it because that's definitely something that I agree upon that your body would tell, you know, would tell you that. So that's Absolutely. amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. Once again, thank you for staying with Wrestling Revenue Podcast. We'll be right back.
Hello, this is Donata D. Boring. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep Hygiene and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D-O-N-A-T-A-D-M-O-O-R-I-N-G.com. Thank you for your support. for staying with our special guest, Antonio Great. Antonio, I enjoyed our conversation so much, and I appreciate you. And, you know, something just came to mind when you mentioned about foster um, care or foster home. There's some people who might have been, um, ha- had a, a mother and father, but feel like they was in a foster care. So sometimes, you know, that can be, that, that someone can be treated that way. So, you know, I, I want to kind of put that out there. Even if people might not think it relates to them, you might have to look at your, your family situation in general. So with that being said, if you can please share with us how we can reach you and, con- and contact you. Uh, sure, absolutely. I think the uh, first place I would say uh, start is my website, and that is www.antoniogreats, G-R-A-T as in Tom, E as in elephant, dot com. Uh, on there, you, you'll see areas where you can uh, reach out to me and subscribe uh, to my mailing list. That's there. I'll be releasing information like when my book is released and, and different things of that nature. Uh, you can get merch on my website. So I will start there at the website. And then, of course, on the website, there are my uh, social media handles, which uh, I'll just mention to you here uh, for Instagram and Facebook. It's Antonio D as in David Great, G-R-A-T-E. Um, those are the easiest ways to reach me. But thank you so much. If someone would like to reach out to, to me, the best way is Donetta10k.com, which is D-O-N-A-T-A, the number one zero K.com. That's where you'll be able to find my website, on my podcast episodes, services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, and all my social media platforms and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.